Hey, it's Vaya, and this is the 50th episode of Neighbours. We are thrilled that you've joined us. And as a token of gratitude, we are giving away a prize. It is a DVD set. Neighbours, the iconic episodes, volume one, and it's autographed by Natalie Bassingthwaite, the fabulous Izzy Hoyland. If you would like to pop your name in the draw for that prize, then tweet with the hashtag Neighbours50. Or look for the entry photo on facebook.com slash neighbourspodcast. And just enter any time before Sunday, October the 23rd, 2016. Thanks so much for supporting the podcast. It means a lot. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbours. CJK Let's get the neighbours. Hello, welcome to Neighbours. This is the 50th episode of Neighbours, the Neighbours Recap Podcast. And we have a full house here at the Pirate Net Studios. I'm Vaya. I'm Penny. I'm CJ. And I'm Kate. These are all my mates that I have amassed by just shooting the breeze about Neighbours at various gatherings. And this is the first time Penny has met Kate and CJ. Yeah, it's very exciting. They are real people. I can confirm that. And they can actually talk about things that aren't Neighbours. Only for five minutes yeah. at any time. And then I shut it all down. I'm like, we've got to talk about balloon crash. Hashtag balloon crash. Oh, it's been a big week. week. Now, for the benefit of the podcast, we are, uh, FYI, if you're listening in the future, in the past, we live streamed this to the Periscope world. So we will be referencing a few of our favorite comments throughout throughout mm-hmm. from the followers of At Neighbours Pod on Periscope. Right. The big episode that we need to get to is obviously hashtag balloon crash which is Tuesday. Monday had some costuming gold. I loved that. Don't you love how on television costume parties are always, people are decked out to the nines? I know. There's no one's just turned up in a t-shirt and said, man, I'm Batman. I've got a Batman t-shirt on. That's him. Actually, at my work, they have a big Christmas party at the end of the year and it's always dress up and people do a really good job. I hate it. Oh, it's tedious. I hate it. I can't. Um, there must I've be got... a really good dress-up store there oh. in Erinsborough. Maybe it's by the yeah. bric shop. I'm not sure. But Susan wore that dress in the hotel when she was um, recording a oh, movie. Adventure Girl. Yeah, or, oh. or a dress like it because it really suits her, that, that um, oh, cut. That whole yeah. um, kind of Wiccan yeah. feel, medieval yeah. Wiccan. Also, Love Georgie on Periscope asks, where does Sonia have the time to make a costume, especially as she pointed out, Nell, her toddler, designed yeah. the costume. I'm calling bullshit on that. I don't think a toddler's drawing that picture. Let's do a little tableau of who everyone is. Yeah. So Sonia is a fairy princess with mm-hmm. big butterfly, monarch butterfly wings. Which, hang on, the theme was aviation as well. Oh, which yes. Hats off to Piper for creating possibly the second crappiest party of the year that she's created herself. So <laughs> That's saying a lot because her sister Imogen used to host some pretty crap parties. She did the um, infamous oh, the hen- mixed hens and bucks scavenger that hunt. That was terrible. I actually would have preferred to go to Loz's than that one because that mm. was truly shithouse. And okay, so we've got Sonia in the butterfly costume. We've got Piper as Nancy Bird Walton. Yes, famous Australian um, uh, aviatrix. aviatrix. <laughs> that was <laughs> pilot. Was yeah guest of honor in saucy flight attendant suit. Yeah, she looked really good. She looked so good. And there was yeah. one point where it's just a shot of her pins, like just yeah. amazing bare legs. The creepy bit was like drab adjusting her scarf. And I was like, stop touching her, you filth bag. Mm. <laughs> She's yeah. perfect. And then we had, who did we Oh, well, Sue's turned up as a witch. Yep. 
Sheila turned up as the same witch. Yeah. Still different hue, different yeah. shade. But it's funny that no one at that costume shop said, oh, we've already had a witch come through today. Like, isn't that a coincidence? Yeah, because Sheila's not someone you forget either. Yeah. So let's assume <laughs> she was first in. They should have mentioned her. Yeah. And also, Tarage was an angel. Yeah, she okay. Tarage oh, yeah. is an example of how I would go to a costume party. Like, mm. pick something you already own out of your wardrobe and put a freaking halo on your yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job done. I can't believe she was going, let alone organizing the part, half yes. of it with her daughter. The, the part of it, if if it was me, I'd be like, I'm just going to make sure this works. She gets through this night without sleeping with a stripper, so they get married and he's off my hands. Mm. And oh, I guess context, Lauren. I don't even know how to give context. Lauren of the Turner family, heritage neighbours family, mm-hmm. is getting married to Brad Willis, a surfy dude from the 90s, another heritage neighbours family. <sighs> He's split up from his wife, his ex-wife's at the hens night. They're having a big hens do and the blokes have just had a mini golf bucks do. And in the morning, everyone's going on a hot air balloon ride. And so everyone's gathered in Loz's kitchen and no one leaves the kitchen. Yeah, it's the- not much of a hens. Really? It's not like the men were in the lounge room, so they couldn't go in the lounge room. <laughs> yeah. It was depressing. It was a really depressing night out. And that's what happens if you have a hen's night that's organised by a 17-year-old. Yeah, exactly. And actually, Penny makes a good point. It was like a Greek family barbecue where all the men are outside putting the lamb yeah. on the spit and all the women are inside doing the dishes. Mm. Paige entered the room dressed as, now this is a reference you guys may not get. I, I do recall seeing it back in my youth, the flying nun. Yeah. See, I got, I, I knew that I've heard of the flying nun. Yeah. I don't really know. But she wasn't even dressed as the bloody flying nun. No, she was a nun. The flying nun, Sally Field, had like this headgear, which, you know, it was like her wings. She, yeah. She was just up as a bog standard old school nun. Yeah, yeah. She was like not even, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's costume from Sister Act. Mm-hmm. And also I call bullshit on the fact that Paige would even know the flying yeah, nun reference. Exactly. She wouldn't even better tell you who was in Hogan's Heroes. No, she's a moron. <laughs> she is. Um, but I think that she probably just wanted to go as a nun and then she got the nun outfit and went, flying nun. Yeah, yeah no worries. In, in fact, she probably didn't even know until Lauren said flying nun mm. and Paige went, yes. Yes. It does tie into the theme. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the only other person we didn't cover off was, I think my personal favourite, apart from Loz, was... Amy as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. And poor old Amy, I felt for her when she's looking a million bucks. She's going in to get a coffee at Harold's and some cakes to bring to the party. Not even a jacket on. Like, just when you go to a costume party, you're like, put your big trench coat on over yeah. the top of your costume. She's just strolling down Carol's with her Wonder Woman boots and then walking down the street. And then Father Jack's like pissed off because he's seen Paige dressed as a nun, tears off down the street. And Amy's like, hi. And he does not even give her... A, you look hot, great costume, hun, like well done. Amy, thing. Amy would know all about wearing a trench coat over a costume as well after her <laughs> erotic cleaning career. Why would you expect a priest to give you a compliment like that anyway? Um, well, okay. Well, well, he's not a normal priest, is he? He is. He's a creepy. He's yeah, father he's creepy. Sex charge. Yes. Sex, <laughs> sex pest, I think is the word you're looking <laughs> yeah. for. So I wouldn't be surprised if up in the church in the pulpit is a pulpit and, and looks down and says, I like that cleavage. That's, that's what I wouldn't be surprised about Nice at all. tits today, yeah. Mrs. Jones. Yeah, thank you. Are you saying that he says that out loud or just... I think he would. He would, yeah. yeah. And then he'd say, God gave you them. Yes. Oh, awesome. And then he'd say, Easter is not about chocolate. They always say oh, that. what a drag, oh. priest. <laughs> okay, they're all having canapes at Lauren's kitchen. And then Paige leaves her mum's hen's party 
because the priest she's in love with saw her in a stupid costume and then cracked the sads. No, that's your mum's night. There was a lot of whinges at that party. <laughs> and also, like, shouldn't he be more annoyed about the witches? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think priests were into them. Especially because Susan was making jokes about doing a pagan ceremony as a celebrant the next day. Yeah, taking his business right out of his hand. Yeah, yeah exactly. P.S. What was Ellie's costume? Oh, oh. slapper. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there was a speculation on the internet that she was a trapeze artist. With costume parties, there's always a certain... There's a, some people will always come wearing as little as possible mm. and some men will always come as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like... Yeah. Well, it's the same as everyone. the race. It doesn't really. matter what the name yeah. is. Yeah. And especially when it's an end of year football party, then it's all of that. Yeah. yeah. Sarah just had a sick burn for Ellie uh, on Periscope. Maybe she should. Ellie should have come dressed as a decent teacher. Yeah. Professional. She's just getting on the terps in front of her teenage students and touching them. She's she's going to be at Everything's Anonymous by the end of the month. I'm 100% sure she's got a drinking problem. Yeah, well, she was in the hospital later in the week, so she might get addicted to painkillers or something soon. Now, Tarage is discussing her booty call with Gazcan. Before the party, she had a coffee with Susan and Suze was getting the dirt on Tarage hooking up with Gary Canning. And I've got some audio to play of that exchange. Look, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, Susan, but um, Gary was exceptionally good in the bedroom. Really? Mm-hmm. Somebody taught that man well. He um, even had his own signature move. A limber ladybird. I don't think I've ever heard of that. (laughs) Suze would know every freaking filthy thing there is to know from the blue box. Yeah. Yeah, and then when she described it, Suze's face was like horrified, wasn't she? No, I think she was excited. Yeah, she was. I think Susan was more disturbed that she needed to research something for Carl. Yeah. I wondered who taught him and wondered if he maybe learnt it in prison. Oh, Oh. good point. (laughs) That might be why. Suze doesn't know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what kind of filth would it be? <laughs> no, and there was some Urban Dictionary definitions <laughs> circulating and I don't want to go into them. No, don't look it up. I don't Kid, want to if we've got any kids listening, do not look it up. So Tarage is lamenting the fact that she is on bad terms with Gary because she wants some more Gazcan lovin'. And by the end of the episode, he makes up with her. He booty calls her over to the suite at Lassiter's and he's brought her along some devil horns because she's the angel, he's the devil. And he's completely dressed in black. She's completely dressed in white. I don't, I, she shouldn't have that many white outfits no. around given how much red wine she drinks. <laughs> she's, maybe she's on the shower Well, she's now. always doing yeah. it in the laundry, so that's, that's true. She's got a stain <laughs> remover right there. No, I reckon just every week she just gets out the, the white king, pours it into the washing machine, <laughs> everything's gone. She's basically Donald Trump now with her hotel empire, so she doesn't care, she just buy a new jacket. Yeah. Was, was this the point that we looked up how ladybirds have sex? Oh, okay. Go into Facebook Messenger and type in ladybird or ladybug yeah. and you'll find the gif of two ladybirds shagging Get on a leaf. Mm. And, and You're what, welcome. What sort of position do they use? Well, the, the male, I assume it's the male ladybug, is completely all legs on top of the woman mm. and these little back halves moving. But that must be it. So Gary mustn't be touching the ground. That's that's my take from it. Oh, Gary's man. not touching the ground. <laughs> so I don't know how it works, but he must have some very strong, like, upper body strength or something. And she must be strong as an ox herself to, like, have his whole body weight resting it's, upon her. It's essentially... 
insect doggy style. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> is not touching the ground. Suspended. <laughs> he, well, you have to be limber to He's not touch the ground. To and she would have to be very strong. So Yeah, and I'm sure it looks nicer when Gary and <laughs> Therese are doing it than the ladybirds. <laughs> uh, and CJ's husband's not happy that Therese is not with Paul. Yeah, thank, well, thank you, can, sweetie. But she, we're playing a long game with them. She's yeah. going to be bringing these pack of tricks to the relationship oh, and he's going to be grateful. And, and well, he's, he's going to have the, the stump as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's already missing one point on yeah. the ground. so <laughs> His balance would be exceptional. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Wow, so that was that, delightful. Yeah, we went there. We'll wrap up the hens with Jacker breaking into the Turner house and all he wanted to do was grab the balloon launch invite off the fridge just to get the deets. Like, that's all he wanted. He didn't want to steal anything from the house. People overreact these days, don't they? <laughs> My God, I just love that he fully punched Drab in the chops. Yes. And Drab's just... Oh, doing, I no, love it. No one can take Jacker. So he... Toad and Drab were both launching at him to try and catch him. And Drab is a PE teacher and has kids boxing in his gym and Drab can't even, like, land a decent punch. He couldn't even put his foot out to trip the guy. No. Well, they were a bit drunk. Let's hop on over to Tuesday because that was the big episode of the week. It was hashtag – this was the hashtag created by neighbours themselves – hashtag balloon crash. It was billed as the next big stunt of the year, a hot air balloon – Crash. I, I heard it described somewhere, I think by Channel 11, as being the biggest event in Neighbours in the last few years. I'm like, Jesus, no. that is a big call. You yeah. demolished Lassiter's. But they said that not long ago. Yeah, a couple of months ago. Yeah, that, it's, some, it's sort of something they always say. Remember it's part you, of their oh. script. Oh, and when, remember when the school burnt down? Yeah, biggest event in Neighbours in years. Yeah. I think it's like the publicity person just did a copy and paste of their press release yeah. and just sent it straight out. You yeah. know what it is? I reckon the pr- press release was actually made by the people from Couch Time yes. who actually can't remember anything beyond the oh. episode they've just watched. And they're going, oh, man, this is epic. So it's the morning after the hen's night. Half of the people are hungover. Some of them weren't even at the hen's night, but they're hungover too. And Steph didn't go and I c- couldn't quite get why. Like she was in bed, so was she sick? Sonia's explanation was that she was still a bit emotional about um, the parenting slash losing custody of Charlie slash not reconnecting with Adam, etc. And with her mental health history, maybe it is best for her to do what she needs to do. And and not be in high high levels of transportation. I was thinking that. (laughs) We meet at the balloon site which they call Patterson Hill, Patterson Hills. Yes, that was a new location to add to the um, neighbours map. Yes, although someone someone did tweet me a link to Perfect Blend. So perfectblend.net does have of course, it listed. Perfect Blend is our Bible, our actual Bible, not yeah. our Father Jack Bible. No. Patterson Hill, how, much, how long do you reckon that was? To fly in a hot air balloon in Melbourne, now, where I, would you go? I think our oh, friends... always going past our house. Yeah, you know, I always see them in the city, but to actually go out and get in one. It's okay. like the Dandenongs maybe? Because the balloons go off over the vineyards in Yarra Glen. Mm. Okay, so how yeah. far away from uh, Erinsborough would that be? Because my problem with this, one of the problems with this episode was the timeline of people jetting back and forth from the street to the balloon to the street. Like yeah. how, how are they doing this? Yeah, it's not realistic. So we've got the girls meeting at the balloon site. And they're clocking in with Balloony Mike, who's got the indemnity forms very wise. 
when you're doing a stunt. When I used to work in radio and we used to like throw listeners out of planes and stuff, we always had those indemnity forms to say, if we kill you, not our fault. That doesn't always work though, P.S., from my limited legal experience. Why? I started a law degree. (laughs) If you have a duty of care, then you can't just get them to sign it away. So if you go on a fairground ride, doesn't matter that they've got uh, that sign up saying, oh, we take no responsibility for you. Uh, Actually, uh, their, their seatbelts need to work. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, okay. Sorry, but you didn't kill anyone, did you, Bayer? Oh, no, that was when years you're... ago. <laughs> I would have had a lawsuit by now. <laughs> and But maybe this will come out. So uh, Lux Ballooning is this balloon company, which is fictional. It is fictional. Um, I didn't Google it, but the logo looked very fake. The logo looked like it had been tacked on over the yeah. global ballooning logo, which is one of the main companies. Oh, yeah. So when they were setting up the balloon, you know, I've seen people set up balloons before. There's, it's, it's always like a group of men hanging around waiting for the air to warm up. It's, it's always at the crack of dawn, so it's always cold. Yeah. They don't just leave the balloon to do whatever it does. Inflate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they actually need to help, you know, the whole procedure on. They did get the detail right that it is cold in Melbourne at six o'clock in the morning. Yep. So well done. And Ellie's hungover. Oh man, can they just shoot her? She she was a oh, misery yeah. there. She was a misery the night before. She's so rude. If you've been invited on yeah. a balloon flight and someone else is paying, get your cheery face on. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a discount. Like that's beside the point. So someone's driven you there. Did she put in for petrol? No. Also, she's, like, upset about a guy she was with for maybe a week and a half. Oh. And, like, this is Brad's kid. Like, fair enough, he's not very careful with his children. <laughs> he's lost a few. But, you know, there's other people that have got a right to be much more upset. Like his sister. Like his sister. Who's already lost a sibling this year, exactly. mercifully. That's the other thing. The big advertising banner was, like, who will survive? And it's got Loz. Lauren, Paige and pa- Piper? Yeah, I think so. Ellie. Lauren, Paige and Ellie. Oh. Well, they're all up there, whatever. Yeah, as if it's going to be either the sister of the guy who died earlier in the year or the fiancé of the guy who lost his son earlier in the year. Come on. And father. And sadly, like, Paige was in the news this week because apparently she's wanting to get a new three-year contract as well. So I'm like, yeah, she's not going to die. And well done. I don't want her to go to LA too soon. Don't go to LA too soon, kids. We all know from, like, Blander, Coyle. And the rest. Yeah, Imi, Pastori, Josh. Yeah. How are they going? They're on Instagram a lot drinking smoothies. A a few of them are back in Mornington. Taking (laughs) hikes. Hollywood's going well. Like, go over over for a holiday, suss it out, but... Keep your day job. Save your house deposit. Literally keep your day job. Do what Brooks Satchwell did. Save your house deposit. Put your money in bricks and mortar and then go to LA. Well, I was thinking they could kill anyone from the Willis or the Turner family because really they've been through enough that nothing could break them. Yeah, the Teflon Turners. They really, like, <laughs> you know, like we had, she had a husband who's gone. Dead cop. Dead cop. And then she's got a daughter that's had a kid that's ill. Blander. Blander. And we and don't th- even need to talk about that. No. 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 Oh, is it? She didn't <laughs> even, actually when the balloon was going down, not any, at any point Lauren didn't, whip her phone out and go, I better ring my daughter and my granddaughter, say hi, say bye. Although one thing, when Paige jumped out, because she originally wanted to jump out and then Lauren stopped her and I'm really glad that Lauren didn't go after her because I think think she thought about her other child, children. Yes. (laughs) And and when no. Munter and Bales. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, that's just one, I'll let it go. (laughs) 
You know, so that's that I think is that's good right. parenting. Yeah, it is. I, just, I would aspire to that. Yeah, because somebody says that you know, if you've got more than one child, you just have a sense of who needs you most. Mm. And yeah. she, she said no. No, she's like, <laughs> age is not it. She's been shitting me with this <laughs> priesty talk. Yep. See you later. Yep. I just, I really wanted Loz to die, not because I don't like. <laughs> I just wanted her to not to marry Drab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. he's going to ruin her. I wanted her children to inherit her house instead of just being frittered away by that wastrel. No. Yeah. I still have hope that Ned's going to come back on the wedding eve and mack on with her and then the wedding's off. Oh, please. Can, can we send a prayer out to Father Jack for this? Uh, okay. <laughs> we, we should get to the big jump. So, oh, there. So then indemnity forms are signed. Everyone hops into the basket. Ellie's hungover. She can't even hold her head up. Regan, who's got the details from staff, by the way, what's staff doing saying, oh, that girl you're looking for, oh, she's at this address getting <laughs> boarding this balloon at 0700 hours. Oh, in about 45 minutes they'll yeah. be getting on a balloon, yep. So she, Regan zips off to the balloon site now. But hang on, does that mean Regan was at staff's house at about 5am? Yeah, because well, staff was in her dressing gown. <laughs> yeah. So, and so Regan is the, the, is the wife of this ex-crim who's out on a technicality, out of prison on a technicality because his mum's sick. Oh, it's, a, it's a, another dark day for the Erinsborough Parole Board. When on a loophole, and I checked with my prison contact who, who <laughs> laughed at me when I asked the question, I said, can a prisoner be released because their mum's sick? He said, no, they could maybe go visit them in the hospital with a police escort, but they're right back in prison. Yeah. And so he's, she's done the dirty on her jailbird husband and now he's on the warpath and wanting to kill everyone associated with the affair guy. Yeah. <sighs> I can't even, like, ugh, something get through about it. Jacka this week that makes me think of he's a bit Frankenstein's monster. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got these sad faces where he's like, oh, why are people so mean? I'm filled with rage. <laughs> and they light him really darkly. And mm. Yeah. I think when Regan and Jacka come into the street and they say, like, they've got all these intense things to say, I always think that people look at them like, look, we've actually got our own lives going on. Can you just, with your trauma, just go? Like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lauren's getting married to some guy and we just want to focus on that right now. Yeah, there's a lot of drama llamas. Yeah. And, and I blame Ned. Yeah. And this is, I've done a complete 180 because... He could have come back to the street and resumed his drama with whatever else was going on in the street. Yeah. He didn't need to go, by the way, I got up to all these hijinks in New South Wales and I'm going to bring all the repercussions down with me. And even though you guys didn't meet any of these people or have any emotional connection to these people, I just made mm. some bad decisions and or off camera and now we have to deal with it. Yeah, why couldn't it have, wouldn't it have made sense for him to meet Regan in Erinsborough. Yeah. Yeah. Much more sense. And I don't think her hair's it's a that blonde. Big coincidence. No, it's not. I've I've noticed yeah. that too. Because that lock of hair was white blonde, just like Loz's. And was. hers is kind of dirty. Yes, because so Ned was holding this lock of hair in his wallet and she's like, Oh, it's this girl I shagged. No, no. It was clearly either Loz's hair or a bit of a golden retriever. One of the two. Okay, so Regan has hopped into the balloon because she wants to corner Ellie and say, come and talk to my jailbird husband and make him, whatever, reasons. And she decides not to just yell from the ground and say, hey, hun, hey, babe, uh, you got five minutes. I want to chat to you about... Uh, no. no, just... No, she's, she's going to drop 250 bucks to get on a balloon flight. <laughs> I don't think she paid anyone. Did she? Well, she had to sign the form, didn't she? She was given yeah. the form in the basket. In the basket. He didn't even really give her a, he didn't he didn't give her a pen. There was no pen. There was no mm. biro exchanged of hands. 
So Lauren said to turns to Regan and says, oh, I'm so glad someone could use the spare spot that we wasted on Steph. What's your name? I'm Lauren. And Regan says, just call me Nervous Flyer. Um, that's Wait, not an answer. She looked really Actually, dodgy. Well, she's a crims little bit of fluff. But I don't know if I'd be happy with someone like getting into my balloon basket with their hood on. He won't tell me my, their name. Yeah. She's a suicide bomber. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. That, that's what you would assume. Like dark hoodie, head down. Yeah. Blonde hair. Didn't even show her ID. Woman. <laughs> and also like if you are afraid of flying and you think this is the way to deal with it, you don't go without your mates. No. You don't go on someone else's hen's flight. But the the most mm. implausible thing I found about that situation was that Loz saying, let's get a selfie with everyone on board. Yeah. Why would you want some rando in your selfie? Fair enough if they were a nice person. Like if I'd hopped on, if I'd gate crashed yeah. someone's yeah. balloon ride. I'd like, be in all the photos. Hi guys, I'm Bayas. Let's get everybody get in, bring it in. But no. <laughs> I brought the passion pop. Yeah, let's have mimosas at seven in the morning. If they were drunk, it's plausible, (laughs) basically. But they weren't. They were hungover. Yeah. Then the big reveal happens because she gets everyone in the selfie and then Ellie clocks Regan and they've met and Mm. had bitchy spats with each other in the waterhole. And Regan said, I just wanted to talk to you and this was the only way. (laughs) Why didn't you just go to the landing the balloon was landing. <laughs> but this could be like a whole thing. I just wanted to talk to you guys about Amway. <laughs> and suddenly you've got a captive audience of 10 people that you can talk about. Yeah, um, That's a really good scheme. marketing idea. So good. That's yeah, really scary. Yeah. You Someone host, would do it. You could host Tupperware parties up there. Oh, Thermomix. <laughs> <laughs> we can have this cooked by the time, three-course dinner by the end of the balloon part. That's why Steph and Sonia bailed out. They're like, I have been to too many of these. Oh, those, those fingernail things. The stickers? No? No. No. no crickets. Oh, yeah. They're like, um, yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank they're you. Ma- they're, they're, they're a mum thing. They're a mum thing. So you, mm. better, you better get oh, on it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know much. Soap Addict 91 on Periscope says, couldn't Regan have chartered a plane and written Ellie a sky message? <laughs> It's more simple. That would have been faster. So much better. And then, of course, not only has Paige ruined her mother's hen's night by bottling it early, but she can't stop talking about Jack Mm. in the balloon, the priest Mm. she can't bone. And at that point, the burners blow out of the the balloon. So everyone's a bit wary of what's going to happen. And so Paige rehearses this apology she wants to give to Jack, even though she's already apologised. And women apologise too much. Oh, she apologises too much. He's always getting in a huff about nothing. And then she has to go and do this apology. Did anyone else watch The House of Elliot? French and Saunders did this parody of it called The House of Idiot. And in it, the character Jack was always storming off, and the other and the woman would always be going Jack as he went out of the room, and that's what she's always doing. Yeah, he's, he's always storming off on a half, and she's going Jack, don't go, I'm sorry. He's it is like a textbook abusive relationship, isn't it? Emotionally abusive, mm. and they never talk about anything else. They just talk about how he can't bone her because he's a priest, and like they never yeah. they never talk about movies or no. their day. Anything yeah. they don't talk, yeah, they don't talk about anything. They don't have anything in common. She because she knows nothing about him. When they had a good relationship where they talked about stuff, he didn't know who he was or what his name was yeah. or what what his favorite color was. He had like no canvas. Idea. Yeah, and now he's a priest, and so two, but both of those things are not that attractive. No, no. <laughs> uh, so at this point, cut to back to Erinsborough, and the whole street has gathered like it's the Melbourne Cup to like 
follow this balloon landing. Like it's the moon landing. And yep. We're talking, it'd be 7am at the latest yep. by this stage. I want to say that Paul was really great because, you know, like a good, a good parent or a grandparent just really takes an active role in what the child wants to do and just sits down yeah. and listens to them no matter what it is. And he says, all right, I'll listen to Jimmy and his thing about the um, drone. I know yeah. he's got to push on for the, the drone. Yeah. But he, he just sat there and he really took it in with Jimmy. So good yeah. on you, Paul. It was very encouraging. He said yeah. NASA should call you. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, they, exactly. knowing how Callum is in Silicon Valley, NASA probably will recruit yeah. jimmy he was kind of encouraging him to break the law yes actually. i know but that's only because so, he wants his family to be like him. yeah that's true yeah. he wants so, them to have shared interests yeah so i actually looked up on the casa website which is casa being the uh, civil aviation safety authority and there's lots of rules about drones one of which they must be within your uh, line of sight oh, as well so you can't mm. look at them remotely from a screen you have to actually be there looking at them and you can't actually launch them within i think it was 30 meters of a building or have them near people as well so you can't send them to track flying transport in the in no. 40 minutes away and i doubt that the council could just send it over there random i mean who was controlling the jo- the drone when it like perved on draws yeah no oh. mm. yeah and then aren't there things about flight paths as well and yeah, aviation yeah. zones? Well, and- actually, the, the recreational one, it, you do have to see it. And basically, the rules are such that you can only really um, fly it over an oval, I'd say, or a field. Which is fun because sometimes when you're on the edge of the oval, you're thinking, what's going on in the middle of that oval? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a cricket pitch. Send a drone over. We could walk over, but that's not living life. That's just, exactly. where's the adventure? No, I, I, I mean, I thought it was a really strange little storyline that Neighbours went with. Not, Why did they have to add it? Not as strange because I need to talk about the freaking tracker app. The tracker app. If Ben said tracker app what the any hell? more times, I was going to punch him in the face. What do you say? It's a tracker app. Yeah. Tracker app. So oh, tra- oh, Ben okay. and his hungover grandpa and Drab were all having a brunch at Harold's and they all dialed up the tracker app. <laughs> tracker app. To t- <laughs> from the, 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 did the ballooning did the tanakas make the tracker app <laughs> and they were all watching the balloon path but really they were just watching an icon of a balloon on a graphic just yeah. move along the screen it wasn't fun well when my husband goes away i watch the plane huh on the tracker app the, for a second, the, the I Tanaka tracker had app. some kind of tracker on him. <laughs> the, the Find My Husband app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he went to Hobart, I watched the boat. Now that's oh. a slow journey. <laughs> and um, that's a yeah. few brunches. Yeah. Would you have like a few screens open while you're doing that? Or? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't. Just, you don't entirely yeah. focus yeah. on the tracker you app. Don't just watch the balloon. That, that is actually a little bit page territory if you watched yeah. him the yeah. whole time. I just, you know, want to know he got there safely. And then I often wonder, like, if there was a plane accident, the tracker app probably just keeps moving because really it just probably isn't really working. Yeah. Or yeah. It, it just falls to the yeah. It just ocean. goes off the screen, yeah. Malaysian Airlines style. That's what I was wondering. Like, someone must have been watching the tracker app. So, well, this is the point where it, it all... Because it's very common to watch it. Yeah. Because <laughs> God, God only knows the GPS on that would be so accurate that you couldn't mm. drive out to wherever the balloon landed. It's the exact crash site. So mm. you've got that mob of uh fools yeah following the tracker app that's not a brain between them red hill or (laughs) patterson hill whatever and then you've got the drone 
no one can spot where the balloon's meant to be and somehow it all dawns on them that it's gone south. It's going the wrong way. Jack, by the way, gets this voice memo. Oh, freaking Piper. She is the worst sister in history to Paige. If I was Paige, I'd be like, that is it. You've gone one step too far. It's bad enough that you – hang on. What was the awful thing she did at the divorce party? She called her a slapper. I yeah, think. just yeah. pretty much. Oh, oh, that was the video of her and Ned, mm. wasn't it? I, I, I thought that sorry. was reasonable. Paige and Tyler – Doing Rooten. the dirty Rooten. in the garage. What did you say, Penny? I thought it was reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, she did steal her boyfriend, so. So, no. Pipes forwards the message of Paige doing her role-playing apology to Jack. To Jack. That, that you are dead to me now. So she's meddled with the relationship, but Jack's dropped everything. And he, by the way, he's, my boyfriend walked in while that scene was on TV and he goes, he's in his priest costume. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking around the house, yeah. just hanging with Paul and Jimmy. And then he goes, I've got to go. Something's gone wrong with the balloon. Doesn't stop to tell Jimmy and Paul, call the cops, call yeah, the ambulance. Doesn't stop to go, hang on, I'll just call triple zero right now. And uh, just dial it up, guys, and put me on speaker in the car and I'll tell you the rest of the story. But he jumps in the ute, drives out to Patterson Hill. He steals a car too. Like it's not even his car. Yes. Yeah. Amy's car. car. Where was Amy without her ute? She was at a meeting in the city. Uh, uh, what for? Jimmy didn't say why. Maybe I she's gonna imagine. she's gonna build a skyscraper next, like oh, after probably. the successful Lassiter's Renos. After yeah. the gazebo out, out of wood. <laughs> she's gonna be the world's first wooden skyscraper. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> it's made of planter boxes. <laughs> it's she's working on the Federation Square gazebo project. <laughs> it's an installation. Hi neighbours, I just wanted to drop by and say that I thought the balloon crash was excellent. The stunt itself was actually really good and it looked quite believable and the acting was really good. The um, the writers of Home and Away did a really good job on this one. Take care. Thanks, Ed Skylover, for that sick burn. If you want your voice played on Neighbours, record yourself saying something fun and send us an email, neighbourspod at gmail.com. At this point, it's going to crash. The burn is out. Old mate Balloony Mike's doing some tinkering and the tinkering's not working. So the balloon has drifted and now assuming that they have flown from the Yarra Valley, which is where the balloons come and go from, they're drifting somewhere out that way and they're now over a body of water which is surrounded by trees, Mm. which to me says that's a reservoir. So it's pretty deep, cold as hell. And Paige looks at that. She goes, yep, I'm going to jump because everyone's crouched down, bracing. Mm. And she's like, I'm going to jump a long way into a reservoir, which... I actually think is possibly a suicide attempt. And she thinks that's the better option mm. than just bracing herself. Yeah. She's not bright. Yeah. I just wrote down Paige is a fucking idiot. Yeah, well done. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that was my mentality at the time. Mm. Mm. I figured at the point where jumping ahead, but when Jack arrives at the site and he asks Piper Thank God there's a priest. <laughs> <laughs> last rides, <laughs> last rides. And he says to what Piper leaf. Says to Piper, "Where's Paige?" And she goes, "Um, um, um. She jumped out. Oh, uh, and then, but didn't didn't she say, oh, but she a, a tree broke her fall or something like that? How did she tree... was over open water? Unless it was dams. Sometimes uh, not dams. Lakes, man-made lakes have those dead trees in the middle of them. But... Oh, yeah. So she, she got that's the thing. You could get speared yeah, by a tree. You could get impaled. <laughs> yeah. And yet, trees don't tend to break your fall in a good way. No, no, no. no they no. kill you. I think yeah, they don't just slow your momentum." Him. Kind of, yeah, branch through the brain type of way. <laughs> she could have gone, she gotten joshed. The story joshed. <laughs> what a terrible, and also she's like, I've got to jump because of my love for Jack. 
Why is that a thing? Like, why not die with her family instead of in the reservoir? Like, what difference is it to Jack, really? the only way Jack would have redeemed himself to me is if he had heard Piper say she jumped out of the balloon and then Mm. gone, what an effing idiot. Mm. This charade is over. Yeah, I turned to my mind. And I'm going back to God. To be fair, do do any of us really know what we do in a crisis? I mean, obviously, I would have wet my pants, but <laughs> I, I'm 100% sure I would, have, I would have just braced oh, and just gone, have... I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Yeah, dial, I wouldn't up, have jumped. dial up, Lauren, your other three kids mm. for a bit of a speaker chat. But Okay, you know, like, I've read about people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and... <laughs> have you? <laughs> and You're such a weird unit sometimes. <laughs> apparently, if, if you survive <laughs> a fall... What happens is you tend to break limbs when you hit the water because it's like hitting concrete. concrete. Ah. So Paige probably would have just broken every limb and then sunk. Mm. It's freezing cold water. It's very deep. I mean, you'd want it to be deep anyway. You wouldn't want to fall into a puddle. No, but she just pops it. She goes for a dip. And it's all that swimming she does in the Melbourne in the Melbourne winter in Lauren's pool that's, right. mm-hmm. that's prepared her. That's for a good this. point, actually. She is half seal now, so she jumps like a fool, and then the balloon goes down, and then we cut to the mm. accident site. Again, my boyfriend walked in at that moment and went, "Oh, they've landed at a craft fair." <laughs> it <laughs> looked lovely. It was so artistic. It's a drape drapery oh. tents. It was really reminiscent of the plane crash in Grey's Anatomy to me. Oh, yeah. And where they all ate each other. No, yeah. Or animals ate people what? or something. No, I think that was Lost. Oh, that's the movie Crash. Anyway, oh, no, but Alive? <laughs> alive, yeah. No, but they all sort of slowly died and lived and stuff like at this yeah. little site and then they were found and, you know, then the priest had sex with someone. No, but like it was just a weird situation. And then Lauren, Lauren was really out of it. Uh, oh, yeah, she was just grumbling and Drab was doing zero to help her. He was just oh, patting her. My God. So, like, Dull Cop is doing CPR on Ellie mm. and Drab and Loz are just sitting there going, oh, well. You know, and, like, really, Loz was, Actually, Loz was doing reaction. all right. And, and, with and, and C- Pipes could have looked after her, but, like, with CPR gets tiring. You need, yeah, Drab should have been over there. He's a PE teacher. Mm-hmm. He, he probably does know CPR. He's got basic first aid training. Yeah. I think you only have to count to 10. <laughs> he's, he's got that. Yeah. Then Ben Kirk says, oh, there's a lady over there who looks in bad shape. P.S. The balloon balloonists, maintenance men, oh unscathed, but just yeah. nothing. That's because they had airbags in their side <laughs> of the basket. And so Regan's not in great shape. She is bleeding from the head and Carl rolls up his sleeves because everyone's converged at the same time. Father Jack and the ute the idiots with the tracker app and Carl has seen an opportunity and he's jumped in. Yeah. And I said at that point, once, once he said, Oh, her brain swelling, I'm like, get the hand drill, Carl. And then like, not 20 seconds later, he says to Ben, get the hand drill. <laughs> Go into Amy's ute. She's got a subdural hematoma. This is life threatening. I've got to operate. Get me whatever handyman paraphernalia you've got back there and we're gonna do some drilling so amy is a damn fool if she keeps her tools in her ute overnight because that mm. is where tradies get their tools stolen from they actually generally leave their toolboxes unlocked and open so that their car doesn't get broken into can they not i don't think they can be covered by insurance either no they wouldn't no. ben looks accurately horrified mm. like oh, cor- yeah, yeah. correct response yeah and dr car was hung over and when Dr. Carl is operating on you while he's hungover with no anaesthetic and a hand drill, you're in trouble. 
when even when he is sober, you're in a exactly. bit of trouble. I'm just saying that he's like the worst, the worst possible medical situation you can find yourself in. Now, we don't get to see the drilling. Thank God. <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed. Mm. There was quite a lot of build-up. Like even like not to see the actual head, but like Carl does. But but it's, it's not Game of Thrones. We're not going to see like her, her like skull explode with blood. No, but we could have seen Dr. Carl's face as he drilled. Uh, I'm like with a bit of spatter come across yeah. his face. Don't you have to plug in a drill? Does she have a generator? Oh, no, 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 she's no, a handy a woman. She'd oh, have. Okay. Yeah, she's only like putting pictures up with it. Okay, I don't. I'm not a handy woman, and mine doesn't have a cable. <laughs> okay, so. cool. So hers doesn't. For no, sure. no, I'd, I'd be there going. Now is the chuck reverse or forward? Yeah. That's where we leave Tuesday. As we end Tuesday into Wednesday, I've got a little treat from Father Bananas, who's Haley on the Art of Neighbours. And Father Father Bananas on Twitter, and she has put together a um, a musical medley for us. It's just a soundscape to this podcast. She has penned a couple of song parodies, and we're going to hear the first one now because it's most relevant. It's called "Drilling Her Softly," and that's what every woman wants. Brad's got poison in his finger. Regan's got blood on her brain. Drilling her softly through her skull, drilling her softly through her skull, saving her life with my tools, drilling her softly while I'm drunk. Wednesday, Jack. Father Priesty finds Paige on the banks of a riverbed, on the banks of the reservoir. Um, it, it was kind of a beach. It looked like a beach. Yeah. And pulls her aside. She's shivering. He finds a nearby abandoned shack, mm. which is kitted out with hay, hay bales. Hay to roll in. Yeah. It's, it's quite convenient. Mm. It, there's, is there farmland around there? Probably. Bale and hay. I can't imagine that the, that land gives much to a farmer where that is. You know what I mean? But anyway, look, maybe they're farming idiot girls that jump out of um, flying objects. I don't know. Is that, that's a really valid point. Yeah, what are they feeding with damn hay bales aside from, like, mice? Yeah, nothing. But there was a blanket in there. But I love how he, he sees her and then he's just like, right, off with your clothes. Yeah, <laughs> yep. straight off. He, that is correct, though. That's the thing to do, isn't it? But he should have got naked too. Yeah. He goes, straight I'm, I'm going to fill you with some Holy Spirit here. Yeah, he, if he's watched any disaster movie, he knows that the, it's got to be skin-to-skin contact to help with the hypothermia. But, yeah, he whipped those clothes off faster than almost as fast as Carl was drilling into Regan's brain. <laughs> Regan just had a migraine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's going. <laughs> and the hospital's like a couple of panadine four and she's going to be fine. Going, I learnt this in ancient Egypt, okay? But anyway, someone mentioned as well Paige's dry undies and I would like to talk I would like to talk about Oh, they won't dry for long. <laughs> <laughs> we are blocked from Periscope now. <laughs> I I wanna talk about the fact that she's wearing a matching black lace twin set, like for hot air ballooning. She's a tracksuit out the front. Lingerie down my, below. My sister 
always wears matching undies. Serious? At one point, she had like 30 matching pairs. Imagine, hang on. So she had matching bras too? Bras and undies. God, that's an investment. And in the end, my mum had to say to her, and she was probably like somewhere between 25 and 27 at this age, and mum just went, no, Bonnie, no more. Stop buying them. Also, you are banned. Just buy like five pairs of undies that match the bra. Much cheaper. Oh, Bon, are you listening? And it's it's a laundromatic nightmare because then you've always got to make sure that Mm. those things get washed at the same time as the bras to match Mm. them up. I, this kind of attitude to life is something that I'm so far I know, away from. I, just, <laughs> I, I can't, can't. I can't relate at all. Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me because Paige was always ready for this moment. Yeah, and mm. she's been wearing matching underwear since the hospital when he was in a coma. Ma- matching crotchless underwear, just yeah. in case, yeah. <laughs> under the habit. And yeah. so Father Jack takes this moment to whip off his priest costume, and he's the signif- <gasps> oh, yes. symbolic moment of the collar dropping. It's beautiful onto the hay. Unfortunately, in- I gave zero fucks <laughs> <laughs> about it, but Paige imagine gave at least one. If, yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you had been really invested in them getting together. That yeah. would have been really exciting. It would have been so saucy. So I hope someone oh. enjoyed it. Well, that blonde woman off um, couch time, oh, oh, yeah. she she would have been wrapped. She was all about it. That's the thing. You were kind of like, oh, okay, meh. They've done the deed in the hay. I was more excited about her dad walking in after. Oh, that was so awkward. So, hang on. so can we just go back to an issue which has plagued neighbours for quite a while, well, throughout this whole year, issues of consent. So Paige has just been oh. through a massive accident, maybe sustained a head injury, is suffering mm. from hypothermia. Is she really in a place where she's, she's saying yes and she actually means yes? Yeah, she's consented. I think she consented. <laughs> there, were, there was a look in her face. When he ripped that collar off, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you, no, you probably are right though, technically. But it yeah. is. It's good yeah. to raise the question. I think it is right. I think mm. you're right. Uh, if it was anyone else and he'd mm. been in that position, then it'd be valid. Meanwhile, at the hospital, a new favourite character, Nurse Sourface. Oh, she was Nurse cool. Crabapple. She wasn't into anything really. Oh, she was oh, into she dull it. pop. Yes, lots yep. of compliments. Oh, she was very happy that he resuscitated Ellie, yeah. even though no one was. If, you... if she'd known Ellie, she wouldn't have been happy because <laughs> then she would have been like, "You should have just left her die." How many years do you guys reckon Carl has worked at that hospital? Twenty-five years, yeah. twenty years. Yeah, she's worked with him that whole time, and she knows what an unreliable, <laughs> unprofessional sack of shit he is, and she's had enough of his shit. Yeah, yeah. she was the perfect nurse unit manager. She had that demeanor mm. of I've been through the wars I've done the hard yards and these doctors think they can swan on in and mess with people's lives yeah just and somebody asked her a question she says I don't have time for your questions I've got to prepare there's been a big accident I can't remember was it was it Toadie wanting to find oh, his friend trying to find Steph yeah <laughs> how inappropriate's that I'm sorry we have patience go away <laughs> also how is Toadie Steph's next of kin like who are they who's calling Toadie in oh, 100% maybe, maybe no, Lynn Scully would have gone Jared Steph's been in an accident but then wasn't that when Tanaka was hanging around and he said I'll find out for you Oh yeah, Tanaka's just uh, he's, he's read he's read the memos at Erinsborough Hospital. Just tell whatever you want to whoever's passing by. It's a memo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Tanaka's not a doctor. I'm pretty sure he's just a hospital porter because he's hanging I around don't being helpful. Think he's a doctor. He's always just got pillows. Can I can I do <laughs> a name drop? Uh, nurse. What's her face? Sour face. I know her. Oh, and she's normally lovely. She's, is she a crap? Oh, she's beautiful. Oh. Well, How do you know 
You can know her too. Um, she's a voiceover coach. Abby Holmes. Holmes. Oh, Abby are. Holmes. Google it. She does fantastic courses. If you if you want to do voiceover work, she doesn't coach so, me d- for this. <laughs> Just truth, this is mate. Not, this is not her work. <laughs> we want to be clear. For other stuff. When I do, when I used to do the ads, I'll play one in here oh, for old times' sake. Why you always sound like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't be drunk. I'll play one of the voice ads and that'll give Abby some kudos. Yeah, I want her to be there every day and just to shout down the injustices that take place at the hospital. Yeah, just someone telling it like it is. But also, she's so focused on Carl, she hasn't even noticed that the Tanaka guy is just like reading people's files, (laughs) handing out information to people who aren't related to the... Treating people. Actually actually treating people. Not even asking people if they need to be see their prison parole officer right now instead of roaming the halls have we discussed we haven't discussed staff's accident have we no so carl's been judged by nurse Alface, and he because he was on the terps while he drilled into a human skull and then there's some guff with piles Mm. and ellie i don't care about any of that in the middle of all of that regan has died how how long how much silence are we going to have for that now are we going to do a minute? Let's just fill all silences okay, right. with okay. noise. Sorry, sorry. But, do, 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 do. but let's, let's all remember Regan. What I will do is I'll play my favourite audio moment from Wednesday's episode when Nurse Sourface told Carl that Regan had died. She was already up there on Regan. Oh, she made it through surgery. Oh. But there were some post-operative complications. She died five minutes ago. Now, if you'll excuse me, please. <laughs> I love her delivery. <laughs> I'd love to work with her. <laughs> that she does have a great voice. There's good news and bad news. <laughs> the good news is surgery, A+. Plus. Bad news, then the patient died. <laughs> she's, she's like a reality show judge, isn't she? Yeah. You sound great. For a deaf mute. (laughs) (laughs) This pudding is deliciously bad. (laughs) So Carl is copping a lot of flack for having done his, you know, medieval surgery in the bush. (laughs) But I was discussing this with my husband. Carl would have had a duty of care Mm. that no matter if he was felt he was hungover, he was still a doctor at an accident Mm. scene Mm. and he still had to do something because she was going to die. Yeah. Mm. I, I agree. But so you think he was right to drill? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I don't think he would yeah. be getting Hang disciplined on. for it. Do a quick whip round in the room. Who yeah. was for the drill? Happy yeah, with for the, the drill. Also, can we have some love hearts for people who are? Oh my god! Of course he had to. Yeah, I mean, my love. Come to. on. Come on. There Calls we go. Tra- there we go. Full of love. Okay. Now, who agrees with Vaya? No drill. No drill. No drill. Yes. <laughs> Wait, there's oh, one. On. Oh, there's a couple. Oh, there's but I yes. think even if he was drunk at that moment, not even hungover, I still think he has a responsibility to do whatever he can. Yep, whatever. He, yep. Well, it would be like saying that Mark shouldn't have done the CPR because he may have been still on the terps. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, in, in any case, he's reported to the medical medical board, no, which should have happened before now. I know, but it should have happened in previous cases. Yes. Not now. And that's, I it's think not that's like, a... and he didn't make that much of a mistake. Like he was in the right area. Like her head was sore, and he dealt with her head. Well, maybe <laughs> it's not like he tried to deliver a baby, and there was no baby. I actually can just imagine him going, "Oh no, that's not the spot. Better try another one." <laughs> <laughs> she, her head looked like a colander at the end. 
<laughs> I reckon like, the neurosurgeon would have just been like, what the fuck is this guy done? Meanwhile, the drone ha- regains relevance by oh. what they, they think it caused Steph's motorbike accident. We think she's finally been avenged for poor old Ringo. Well, mm. look, Steph was riding angry and we all know what happens when Steph gets angry. Someone's going to die. Mm-hmm. Sadly, didn't happen this time. This is where Dull Cop comes to pay Daff a visit. And now, Penny, do you have any words of how... Dull co- Penny does a great dull cop impression. Oh, hang on. What did he say? It was patronising. Oh, as, as ever. Oh, he's always, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. He's like, oh, Steph, I told you, I didn't want you to ride the motorbike. I wanted, <laughs> why didn't you change your whole personality, Steph, and be just nice and safe with me? Yeah, and he was like, if I could get you to get rid of that bike, if you'd listen to me. Or yeah, something listen like. to me, Steph. It's... I told you not to interfere with police business. He says that even if it's like got nothing to do with police business. <laughs> oh, Sammy's got a line for you. I want to baby the old-fashioned way. I want to baby the old-fashioned way with Three sex. sex. <laughs> Sexual intercourse <laughs> between a man and a woman. <laughs> and then we find out that Jack is going to get done for attempted homicide for gluing the balloon valves shut. Isn't he already? Oh, my goodness. This has been my bugbear of the week. Okay, Jack and May have glued the friggin' gas cylinders v- valve shut, but it is 100%. We've all made mistakes. We've all, <laughs> we've all accidentally super glued something that we shouldn't have super glued. Yeah. Mainly craft projects, but anyway, yeah. this is 100% Lux Ballooning's fault for one, leaving the gas cylinders unattended, for two, not checking the said gas cylinders before they actually left the ground. Actually, yeah, that's that's the two main points here. What, what the hell have they? It was their fault. I, I just hope and pray that the yeah. work cover inspector is out there inspecting their business and getting it shut down so we can yeah. don't have to endure another ballooning accident. And that's what I'm talking about. Those forms do nothing <laughs> yeah. for and, that situation. And they didn't even collect payment from Regan, so their books aren't going to match up either. So there's the financial yeah. loss. There's, there's accounting issues. <laughs> We need to get an auditor in here. There's a problems all over the Lux yeah, ballooning. Actually, they're fucked because, yeah, that thing probably would have been jettisoned when they got rid of all the gas cylinders. They're like, oh, we don't need this random bit of paper. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, Regan's form. If anything happens, the form's still in the balloon basket when there's an accident. Anyway. <laughs> That's so true. So. <laughs> and Sobatic 91. Okay, Sobatic 91, they were running a bouncing castle firm until this time last year. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we can get it to fly. I know what we can do next. Finally, for, for this bit of the week, Ned resurfaces via FaceTime. Mm. Oh, just to have a discreet word with his dad via speakerphone. With video cam in the middle of a public hospital. Saying, oh, Dad, I've done something. Deal with it. This oh, is the wrong I was audience. I'm quite excited but... by that, actually. Sorry. This is the wrong audience, but apparently Ned's much like a Kardashian. They only have FaceTime calls because it's really good for television. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why Ned's done it. So what's he, what's he going to say to his dad? Do we know? No. He's like, Dad, I've had it up to here with women. I'm gay now. <laughs> I like Auntie Gabby. <laughs> Someone else in the family. I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember your brother Adam, the doctor? Yeah, I've banged his wife too. I don't remember Ned. Adam. Ned. Remember when we were friends? Not now. The Waterhole is a destination for the whole family. Friendly staff, delicious chef-prepared nachos and fun for everyone with our dartboard, multi-generational speed dating nights and medically certified houseband the right prescription. Want to blend into the background? Enjoy a mimed conversation in our vertical garden courtyard. 
Book now for your next event, and there probably won't be an explosion, but just in case, we reserve the right to retain your deposit. The waterhole. It's not a hole anymore. Okay, Thursday, last chunk of the week. Jack is on the loose in the hospital. Yeah. He's lurking behind the nurse's desk. Yeah. 10 out of 10 for Jack is lurking because that's all he does, really. Lurks in the bushes. He could be in a Shakespeare play. Like, people can see him. Does he know that he's visible? Did you? Yes. No, he doesn't. So he's on the loose. Everyone's trying to catch him. All you need to do is set a trap or something. Like, <laughs> not that just like, what, like, like a cartoon, yeah, yeah. like net above yeah. the ceiling and like a pot of honey. Or yeah. like a heffalump trap. Or, or, yeah. or Regan's dead body. Just... Oh. Um. <laughs> well, we, we don't get to see. Just the... leave it at the bottom of a pit. <laughs> They'll jump in. <laughs> we, don't, we don't get to see the dead body. I used to work on a murder mystery show, and uh, if you were cast as a dead body, you, they actually had the actor. It was it was more it was cheaper to hire an actor and put them in makeup as a dead body than it was to have a cadaver made up. That's because you didn't work on Silent Witness. <laughs> Thank God you weren't doing autopsies there. <laughs> what do you mean have a cadaver made up? Like to have to have art department make a dummy of oh a dead God, body. Oh God, I thought you meant there were people who donated their bodies instead of <laughs> to, to science, science. to soap opera. <laughs> and they ended up on Neighbours. I'm donating my body to art. Yeah. But also could, then... you, could you imagine if it was your family <sighs> and then you're watching Neighbours six months later and there's, <laughs> there's your dead aunt. <laughs> oh, that's what she would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> she always wanted to be on TV. Um, sorry, we didn't we didn't talk much about Brad and Paige. We didn't talk much about Brad oh, walking yes. in. Yes, and I just want to say that Paige keeps giving her family looks like I hit it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got some. Yeah, no, but Drab's awkwardness when he came in, he could clearly smell something in the air yeah. in that little shed they were in. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm pretty familiar with that smell, mate. Trust me. <laughs> now Jack is worried that God. Is not thrilled with his behaviour. Because he rooted it. The Tanakas want him to pay grandma a visit. When are we going to meet her, by the way? She sounds fun. She sounds feisty because <laughs> she, she likes nerdy Tanaka, doesn't, doesn't she? Yeah. But she doesn't like Playboy Tanaka. No, I, I don't like him either. He so, just sits no, around. Like and so when Playboy Tanaka visits, she doesn't bother putting her dentures in. No, he won't give Nana Tanaka prayer time because he feels too bad. He's not in a state of grace. What does that mean? Penny? I don't really know. Um, but you have to, <laughs> before you have communion, you're meant to be in a state of grace. Okay. So we're not having had rooted some like poor unconscious yeah. woman. So who, was pre- who was dressed as a nun only moments before, really. Yeah. I mean, only you personally know whether you're in a state of grace, I okay. believe. But there, there used to be lots of rules about not eating and stuff. I don't feel like I'm on a state of grace when I'm not eating. No. Like, I think eating's much better mm. for mm. the state. You never know. He might have like gone to the Macca's drive-through on the way back to the hospital. He could have got a McFlurry <laughs> <laughs> all day breakfast. Yeah, it's his post-coital snack of choice. <laughs> but so then he goes back to the hospital, and he and Paige have he, aftermath chats. He would have really <sighs> enjoyed it, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine she did. I no. reckon. Well, look, it's been a long time between drinks for him. He mm. would have been. Over and done in a flash. Yeah, but he would have like he would have enjoyed it. That would have been so vanilla for her. Mm. Yeah, she's like she's had sex with Tyler in the garage up against a car. Like she's wild. And he is yeah. Who else has she had sex with? Um, Tyler's brother. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, dull cop. Oh, well, look, Tyler would be the best of all of this bunch. Yeah, can we remind everyone of the maths here that she's um, been engaged to Tyler's brother and Tyler has kissed both of Paige's sisters mm. and now wants to pursue the youngest, the baby sister. Oh, it's, That's it's lovely. a very tangled web. That's lovely. So he wants to go and uh, have a chat to his superiors in Brisbane, Father Jack. He wants to go chat to, I don't know why, the okay. Melbourne church. Yeah, yeah. actually, let's like stop, Yeah, drop the mic here. He is now employed as the priest of the Bluestone Church. He would now report to Melbourne. He's not reporting back up to the Innisfail priests, is he? Melbourne has bishops. Melbourne has telephone service. Mm. Oh, we yeah. do, yeah, yeah. We're but even beaming from here. He could FaceTime it. And look, yeah. I, I hate to get controversial again, but I really think his superiors are going to go, oh, so you had sex with a woman, an adult woman, yep, and she consented to it, yep, yep. They're right. You're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't, got, don't worry about this. We've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Our agenda is full and you're fine. Yeah. Just say a few Hail Marys and yeah, we'll call it even. They are struggling to get priests. Mm. Mm. Especially young, hot ones. Mm. Yeah. They wear the collar all the time. All <laughs> the time. Except for when they're having sex with women. <laughs> when, and then it falls to the ground. This was never the way I planned, not my intention. I got so brave jumping out without prior mention. It's not what Catholics do, not how they should behave. I will be Frog Jackie, freezing in the shadows. Felt so wrong, it felt so right. Hope that my family don't die. I kissed a priest and I liked him. I liked him. Let's wrap up with Gary and his boxes. Gazcan doing the boxer short lap of shame. Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, and all the dots join up. Yeah, so. Yeah. He's gone on for a bit of afternoon delight up in the Lassiter's suite with Tarage. Fully suspended. Yes. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> They've referenced the ladybird again, mm. Gaz and Tarage. Oh, no, but he referenced a variation on the ladybird. Does that mean she's entirely on top of him? I don't no know how. No one is touching <laughs> They're levitating. They're all just doing the Matrix manoeuvre. Oh, man. Uh, also, is it weird? I've never done weird things like this, probably TMI, but is it weird to sit around in the bedroom and talk about things by name? Like, go, th- like go. Yeah, it's let's weird. try that thing that's called that. Don't touch like, me there. Um, <laughs> it's only, look, this sounds like the kind of thing a couple would do if they were in counselling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sonia and Toadie. Yeah. They said, oh, the sexologist told us mm. that we needed to do the ladybird. And, and um, then we do. And then I'll drop into my Spanish accent and mm. you can do the dipping of the chocolate yeah, exactly. or whatever. It's too clinical. But not somebody that are hiding their relationship. Because there's no better relationship than one that's hidden from yeah. everywhere else. They're yeah. The best yeah. Actually, that's all the frisson they need. That, that's it. They, they don't, but Gary, he lies back afterwards and he's all he's going, like. Yeah. He's going, man, that was hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah on Periscope asks, would you be able to concentrate knowing your son was brutally killed downstairs from well, that room? It was, oh, Josh. That's a good point. That's a motivator, yeah. surely. Yeah, well, yeah. 
in in a vacuum, yes, you'd be traumatized, but it's Josh, so whatever. But she also and owns was, and works at the hotel. So. It was like five months ago, yeah. guys. Was, yeah, move on. And what are the what are the odds that Ellie moves to a new city and then within months is hospitalized for a snake bite and then hospitalized for falling out of a hot air balloon? There's, um, I mean, Erinsborough is not a lucky place to live. No. No, it's a well, scary place. I, I'm, I am convinced that Lasseter's was built over an ancient Aboriginal burial ground. It mm. wasn't surprising. It's been cursed. Mm. And they never thank the traditional owners of the land. No, they don't. Never. Now, they've had the tryst in the Lasseter's room. Colette Nan is, has been her bonnet about Lasseter's admin and she uh, goes up to – by the way, another dark day for Lasseter's reception. They've just – I mean, the hotel was bombed a few months ago and they're letting anyone waltz on into any room. Sheila's knocked on the door and Tarage is trying to squirrel away Gaz Can out the door in, he, and he, in his undies hmm. and out he goes for his tour of duty. Down just, the street. He just walks out into the complex, really, in his underpants. How yeah. did he get back in his undies? I mean, is the, the limber lady bird, is he meant to be in his undies the whole time? Maybe. Over the pant action. <laughs> and he spends the whole time trying to find clothes, but he could have just walked home. It's walking distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go and jump a few back fences. That's what everybody else does. I mean, he's not known for his smarts. I do quite like it when it goes French farsi. Yeah. It does hark back to our good mate Henry Ramsey when he got locked out of the house in the nud, but he did it better because he was fully nud and he had Ooh, a mullet. Excellent. Yeah. Mullets always do things mm. that nude with mullet. Gary could have a mullet. And he was though. buff as he was really ripped if you look at the videos online. Oh. And, I, and I will. And apparently you have right after this. <laughs> I saw it at the time when I was but a child and I did not appreciate his buff young body. And she uh, has made up for that every day since. <laughs> Now, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I do want to do a quick shout out to the most amazing business name in Neighbours recent script history, Rumps and Ribs, that could do the catering at the Waterhole. Because ah. Sheila, Sheila was campaigning for Rumps and Ribs to run a promotion. I and don't understand. <laughs> they have a full kitchen there. Why well, do they need another well, maybe, company? Maybe they're not importing their beef from China this time. Maybe. I don't know what. It, yeah, anyway. But no, butchers do love a good innuendo as well. Yeah. Staff, in a moment of lucidity in her hospital bed, says to Paul, why haven't you told Tarage you love her? You idiot, you silly fool. Mm. And Paul's like, Paul's like, oh, yeah, I love her. I love her. I'll go tell her now. Thanks. That that really worked for me when I told Rebecca I loved her because, yeah, she just kept breaking my heart. Even though she didn't want to be married to me anymore, I still loved her. Yeah, just blackmailed her. Uh, That's what love is. And now... He hears the rumour that Gazcan's doing the nudie run around the complex and then Tyler spills the beans that he's hooking up with someone in the hotel and then Paul realises that Tarage is still shagging Gaz and suddenly he's she's dead to him instantly in the same sentence like, oh, I don't love you. I will destroy you right now. He is all over the shop, completely all over the shop because he's done this like a week ago as well. He's like trying to ruin her but then suddenly he wants to get back with her then he sees them pashing and then he sees them hears about them rooting and blah 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 I don't know guys love shouldn't be about trying to bankrupt a human well <laughs> you shouldn't go from that to that you I, don't love me okay I'm gonna move on I'm gonna hook up with someone else maybe I'll go out with Sheila but, <laughs> but uh, Oprah says love isn't supposed to hurt she oh. also says don't go to the second location <laughs> yes yeah don't don't do don't let them take you to the second location it's just about abductions. 
<laughs> so the hot air balloon. Second location. Second location. <laughs> the second location. Pa- Actually applies to well, a lot of things. Page in the dam. Oh, let's wrap it up with kids chat. Toadie is starting to think he wants some more baby fish in the Rebecca clan. Now, can we discuss Toadie's infertility? Yeah. Why is he infertile? Don't know. We know he busted his ass yep. on his bicycle. <laughs> That's then, more at the back than the Actually, front. no, no, that wasn't on the... It was, he busted jumping his ass castle. on the jumping castle. But then something like the bike aggravated his ass too. <laughs> but then, then but he's... Once again, but I think problem. he was still fertile at that stage. <laughs> That's not a baby. I think it was Jacka who inadvertently, <laughs> when he was part of like the um, Lasseter's explosion, I think something happened to Toadie's genitals there. Did he lose yeah. his penis? Did he lose his testicles? Because... Both of them are going to need IVF. Maybe he never really had them. So it was when the concrete crushed him. Is, mm. It crushed his oh. nuts. <laughs> so it's like so he's lost all of his man parts. Oh. It's like how Josh got. Crushed. Oh yes, Sonia ran into the operation and the scalpel slipped, and oh, suddenly yeah, he right. lost his. That, that's actually that must be where I've got my idea that he's lost his penis somehow. <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon they were like operating like somewhere up on his chest, and then Sonia came in. They went. <laughs> They've just gone. Get out, woman. <laughs> Uh, Much like it was the drill. Yeah, Carl came in with the drill and just went, I'm here for the balls. And then went straight in. So he's got to, he needs the, the power of medical science to, to make another baby. Why doesn't he get one of his fish friends from wherever country town he's from to just give Sonia some sperm? Stonefish. Stonefish. Stonefish should make handsome children. Yeah. Fish friends. It's probably tadpole? a better idea. Actually, yeah. tadpole. Tadpole is. Ooh, is he alive? He's Sonia's real life husband, baby oh, daddy. There we go. Well, there you go. So I don't even remember who that is, to be honest. It was Tad Reeves. Anyway, snooze, surrogacy, Mark <laughs> Penny. Can you do Mark realizing he wants to have babies? I've decided I would like to have babies, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Because that's it. <laughs> there we are. I really this this week. I, I know we're not meant to say this sort of thing about the actors, but I did. A couple of times on Friday's episode, I thought, oh, look, there's Mark. He's good. And then he said something. <laughs> you know when he's the and, best? Oh, he just... When he, when he models in the Target catalogue. No. He, <laughs> he, you can't hear him in he, that. And I, he looks good. I like his interactions with the toddler. He does well. Oh, he does do well with there. Nellie Fish. Nellie performs her best with him. Yeah. They have a great rapport. So I guess, yes, he would. maybe he would be a good dad. Maybe play school. Oh, you've got to be oh. really good to get yeah, on play school. No, 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 no. Harry Tanaka's from play school. Oh, is, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which Hang one's on. the hairy one? Yeah, they're both hairy. The doctor, sorry. Oh, doctor no, tonight. Okay. No, so if, <laughs> I'm like, when did, I if, didn't see any hair. If they rewrote his career, because he's a terrible policeman, and made him run the community centre's daycare, Ooh. and he could hang out with kids, he'd be a great character. Mm. Maybe a primary school teacher, Erinsborough Primary. Primary. Yeah. I love it. He could go teach a Jimmy. I think he's good with kids. Yeah. So he's got a redeeming quality. He is. He's not good with criminals. No. <laughs> he's not good with other humans. Or, you know, <laughs> abiding by the laws and the red tape of being a police officer. He's pretty what, bad. What does he want Steph to stay out of? Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Motorcycles. <laughs> and police business. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stop interfering with police business, Steph. <laughs> Stop finding girlfriends that have been in prison. I've told you before. <laughs> Steph says, oh. we want you to have our baby, Sonia. And Sonia's all like, yay. And Toadie's like crestfallen. Yeah, Toadie, because Toadie doesn't want 
the Steph Mark babies. He wants the Toadie Sonia babies. But I think the point is, is that, that Sonia gets to be pregnant and have a baby. Yes. And Mark and Steph get to have a baby, yeah. which is wrong and they shouldn't because they've been together for 15 seconds. Because this year he was engaged Can't. to a different lady. Yep, who's now, who's slept with his brother since. Like, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah. Can't and Sonia just back it up and have two? Oh, yeah. Put two in there. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Mm. I've <laughs> in there. So, <laughs> Steph is going to have to undergo... Um, fertility treatment to um, stimulate all her eggs. Mm. And then Sonia is also going to have to undergo fertility treatment to create a receptive uterus or whatever. So all of them, like Steph's worried about being on the drugs for the baby, but she's going to be on the drugs anyway when the eggs are produced. So Mm. this one, they all need to go through counseling and realize that they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Bottom line is none of them is getting through counseling because Toadie has to pass counseling. And once he gets screened, they're going to be like, um, Um, he doesn't want your kids. He wants mm. his own kids. The counselor's going to say, is your family complete? Do you want to have any more children? He's going to go, nah. (laughs) Yeah. I want more kids. And that's going to be a massive stumbling block. He's going to say, I'm not sure because I don't have a penis. (laughs) But I'd like one. I can't even pleasure myself anymore. (laughs) That's why I'm wearing this weird jacket. (laughs) He's transitioning to a woman in the Hawaiian overcoat. I I want that jacket. By the way, I love that jacket so much. I want it. It was terrible. It was was, was, was worse than Zankin's. Yeah, it's no Xanthi's paddle pop jacket. Mm. Okay. That's where we leave it yeah, because so that's, that's, that's it. Toadie's nether regions. <laughs> Thank you to the Periscope crew. God, you've been a thrill. Yeah, it's oh, been it's really, been really good. Very exciting, yeah. yeah. Sunday, October the 23rd, I'll draw the prize. Just tweet hashtag neighbours50, neighbours50, or post on the entry photo on facebook.com slash neighbours podcast and you'll be in the draw as well. Uh, big news for us. We are launching a website. Yay! It's finally two, two and a half, two years of this, and we're going to get on the information superhighway. We're going to get on the net. The World Wide Web. Yeah, you'll be able to look us up on the search engine. I call it the cyber web. No, Poodle. I use Poodle. Yeah, go on Poodle and you can type in neighbourspod.com. Yeah, and probably other things will come up first. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we've got to work on our SEO. <laughs> So you can go to our website, look at all the previous episodes and whatever else we decide to put there because it's not quite ready yet, yeah. but it'll be ready soon. And, and yeah, no, it'll be ready very soon. And also when we have supplementary materials, they can go on there. Yes. And um, we'll have a contact form so you can send via messages that she can yes, read. Yes, And you guys can tell us as well. We want to, to kind of name the people that contribute and send us stuff and go on the show. And I was thinking maybe the Erinsborough Council, mm. but if you think of a better suggestion of what the friends of the show, friends of neighbours can be called, send us a message. Yep. Is it Erinsborough Council or is there something better? Can I do a little shout out to yep. our, our youngest neighbours fan, Jessie sure. O? Um, I hope you're not listening tonight um, because, because we've made a few rude references. But, yes, thank you for listening to us and we love you too. And thank you to the Full House gang today, Penny, Penny Tangy. Thank you for having me. PennyTangy.com.au. She got a website before everyone was doing it. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, CJ. <laughs> Hello. At Be- thank at you. Because I am pink on Twitter. That's Kate fun. at Remude. That's me. And I'm Vaya Pashos. And yeah, drop us a note anytime. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Tell your mates. And we will go out on Haley, Father Bananas' final song parody. She's created the whole soundscape oh, for today's amazing. episode. We're so grateful. Neighbours 50. Bad Balloon Rising. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I see a balloon rising. I see trouble on the way. I see Jack has some tampering. I see a bad time today. Don't fly out tonight. It's bound to take your life. There's a balloon on the rise. I hear that we may be crashing. I think the end is coming soon. Soon Paige and Jack will be passion. Meanwhile, the other girls are doomed. Don't fly out tonight. It's bound to take your life. This balloon is gonna crash. together. If not, Regan's gonna die. This is the weirdest story ever. With Paige diving from the sky. Well, don't fly out tonight. It's bound to take your life. There's a balloon on the rise. Don't fly out tonight, it's bound to take your life, there's a balloon on the rise. Happy 50th episode, neighbours!